0: back which is weird we are we are really living unusual times
1: oh we are we are yes
2: yes we are
0: so welcome to episode episode four of the podcast i'm peter i'm here with melanie and we brought back jesus jesus
2: hello there (laughs) <laughs>
0: due, to, due to popular demand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, how
0: are you guys doing? How's how's this last week? It went by fast.
1: It did. It did. Too fast. It Too, tec-
0: technically, it hasn't been a week, right? Since we recorded last?
1: It's six days.
2: Yeah, tomorrow would be a week, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, here we are. And so like last week, we had to get all the news from 2019 <laughs> to fill up the whole podcast. But this week, there's plenty <laughs> to talk about from this past week, yep. which is really cool. Uh, and we're going to start with the two big songs that dropped last week. <laughs> um, first, Beyonce uh, put out a remix of Savage. Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. It's okay. That's a good song, right?
2: It is. I, I liked it. I, it's a jam for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is It is a really good song and like people are crazy. Even though I feel like now if Beyonce puts something out, people are gonna go crazy, whether it's good or not. Hey,
2: yeah. Texas represent like Texas in this house.
0: <laughs> well, actually I don't I don't think I, a lot of our listeners know we are basically. So, so they know. But yeah. that doesn't mean we're Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go.
1: No, I was just saying that's I mean I like I like Savage. It's just I've heard it so much so much on TikTok too and all of social media and everyone making videos and yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't,
0: know. Yeah, but I mean, it still did pretty well. People went crazy. We, I put, uh, we posted it on the website, and then um, I think it was so. Oh, so in the song, there's a line that says, "Quote, if you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance." Nice little quote, right? Little rap there <laughs> nothing too, too crazy, and then. I think it was two days later, a day later, Miss Nicki Minaj <laughs> arrived with a remix of Say So by Doja Cat. And so the song was had already been distributed. It was going to be put out on streaming platforms all around the world. And then Twitter goes off. <laughs> and I guess arguably the queen of rap goes on Twitter and says, hold up, (laughs) don't listen to this song yet. I'm making some modifications. (laughs) (laughs) And she she explicitly says, listen to the outro. So the song comes out, everyone's listening to it, and at the end of the song, she has this line. Why... (laughs) can someone read this
1: <laughs> why are you talking about who body fake with all the fillers in your face you just full of hate that realizing ain't keeping your man home or keeping home keeping your was it keeping your man home right and now you look in silly that's words of silicone yes
2: word
0: so Nicky. you get that line from Nikki. <laughs> And, like I just said, the line from Beyonce's song is if you want to see some real ass, baby, chance.
1: Nikki was feeling the funny. internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the internet exploded. <laughs> Literally. You should have seen Twitter. Um, so, at first, before people kind of put one and two together, uh, people were thinking that Nikki was talking about Wendy Williams. Because. <laughs> The shoe fits, right? (laughs) Then when you start thinking about, hey, I modified the end of the song after Savage comes out, Beyonce's beehive, and I have nothing against Beyonce. I like her. Don't get me wrong. But her fans are ruthless. (laughs) And they started saying that Nikki was... Shading, dissing Beyoncé. What do you think, Melanie?
1: Um, well, none none of them have explicitly said that it was each other. So Beyonce didn't say it was Nikki, Nikki didn't say it was Beyonce. She did say yes, it it, you know, it was not Wendy Williams. As you know, Wendy and Nikki don't have the greatest relationship when it comes. If you've ever seen the Wendy Williams show, she has <laughs> No problem telling Nikki what to do, <laughs> right? Um, I, uh, I mean, say what you will. If if it were pointed directly, you know, and if they made it public and said, "Yeah, this is directed towards Beyonce," or Beyonce saying, "Yes, this was directly um, towards Nikki," I think more people would have an issue with it. But um, I don't think it's as bad because they're not mentioning each other's names and i think they did that intentionally so
0: Hmm. what's your take (laughs) jesus
2: see okay so i like both songs and i jam out to both at the same time like not at the same time but i have any time okay like so we're in quarantine and everything but in order to enjoy this music i had to go out in my vehicle and drive around listening to the songs windows down and in order to properly enjoy a jam, right like that, like you know, it's you know, it gets you pumped. One
0: second, one second. We don't use the word jam, we use the word bop or
2: banger. <laughs> it's a bop. <laughs> one's a bop and one's a banger. Like like there's a difference. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's the way one. I'm gonna interpret this because Beyoncé, you know, came on the scene and she really like remade the song um with Megan the Stallion, I have to say, and I appreciate that. Now, is it like it's a bop, but it's not a banger, you know? Doja and Nikki, like, she just like wrapped her verses and added them to the song, which, you know, it's okay, but it's it's a banger, not a a bop, you know? Because it's, it's a whole different format, you know? She just kind of like, you know, added her little part and the song's not really that much different, like, you, and see, like, you have to choose which song you download. You know, you want the original, you want the remix, you know? in most cases. And in the Savage, I felt like I can have both copies because there's two different songs there, in my opinion. Mm. So song quality goes to Beyonce in in my book. You know, I'm not a a Beehive member, um, but I do appreciate Beyonce uh, a lot, you know, more recently. But I'm on Nicki's side, you know that. Like, whatever Nicki's saying, I'm spreading because, you know, that's the truth. (laughs) That's gospel. Um, so, so I am on Nikki's side. You know, she did uh, someone. I mean, she called some people out, but you know, it's kind of like those is a shoe fits kind of situations. Like, I'm just saying, like I'm the first person that's on Twitter, and like that person is shading me whenever they're tweeting, no matter what they're saying. Um, so being a victim of shade like that, without you know subtweeting in a song. I have to appreciate, you know, Nikki's comeback on this one.
0: Yeah, I can see that. And, I mean, if you think about it, right, like, in the world of rap, the game, you know, they call it the game, (laughs) in this game, Um, dissing is, like, a very big thing, you know? People call each other out all the time. Beyonce wanted to rap, and she did. And Nikki, to me, it was like, it was Nikki saying, welcome. (laughs)
2: I mean but they have worked together so like yeah. that's where the rumors are either they're, they're rumors right because officially they've always been partners they've they've uh put out music together uh Bay has been said to have taken her side when it came to you know nikki versus cardi um but cardi's been real silent i'll add that too but at the same time you know officially there is no drama but and, and that's why some sites, you know, I'm not gonna mention names, they've been uh, getting some heat for putting out, you know, uh, woman against woman artists in this case, when there's really no physical evidence.
1: Yeah, we don't really, I mean, just thinking about and reading, I'm, I'm reading the, the lyrics again. We, I mean, it could be anybody that she's referring to. I feel like both of them, you never know. It could be, I mean, one day she may say, you know what, this is about so and so. And then we're like, oh my God, we didn't think about that. So I'm going to reserve any type of judgment for one, or, you know, against one or the other, um, <laughs> both as artists. Um, I do agree with Jesus when he says that Savage, like Beyonce Savage, is really truly a remix. Um, whereas, you know, the Say So remix is really more of an accompaniment, or, um, yeah. you know, so yeah. um, I, I agree with Jesus on that. Yeah. I'm going to reserve judgment.
0: <laughs> I think that's the smart thing to do. Uh, so on the website, we went ahead and reported the news, right? Because the song came out, it's really good. <laughs> and with it came the whole beehive. Saying that Nikki was attacking Beyoncé. Like we do, we report everything, <laughs> so we put that on there. Um, we did have a little somewhat of a like sensational featured image cover where you had Beyoncé and Megan the Stallion on one side, Nikki and <laughs> Doja Cat on the other, and a big versus sign in the middle. <laughs> Because the two singles were out. That's all that's why that was. That's not because of the lyrics, it was because of the singles came out, right? Naturally, whether that lyric had been in there or not, I think people would have compared both, right? So we got a little heat on Instagram, but I stand by what we wrote, and that's that.
2: Well, I mean, in your in your take, it it was you really saying that it was the fans, you know, the beehive through the first stone you know, at Nikki's group. So, I mean, that's, that is true. Right. Right. That really did happen. You know, every, of course, both sides are all speculative in many ways, but, you know, someone did say the words, you know, someone did go out and say, you know, this is Beyonce saying something about Nikki and Nikki responding. So, and you know, the timelines are there in my head, they weren't there at first. You know, I had to like, Actually, do the investigative work in this case, and I think that's where most people are coming from. Like, but that's my perspective. I'm not like a, you know, a really big uh, person. And you see, my dogs are getting worked up with me, and so um, <laughs> I'm not like a big consumer of music when it comes to that point. Um, as far as like investigative work, I'm just here to enjoy the jams. And as a regular person, when you know I first read the the articles, the tweets, I was more about. The music the, i even earlier i said like the songs came out at the same time what are you talking about what are you talking about them like uh fighting because they heard one each each other's song i was like for me in my in my world they came out the same day because that's when i downloaded <laughs> them the same day so <laughs> um so i didn't see any like any of that until you you know you really do your research and, and really you know look at the timelines yeah
0: or you read books and that,
2: that's where i read it <laughs>
0: anyway anything else nikki beyonce we we love both they're good artists right?
1: for sure for sure definitely
0: okay so there's a big collaboration coming out this weekend we talked about it last week because when we were recording the podcast uh the news came out and you want to tell us what's coming melanie
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, so Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande are going to be releasing a song called Stuck With You uh, this Friday, May 8th. Uh, so I know that, Peter, you know, you're saying that by the time this podcast is um, out, it will also be out. So um, the proceeds will go to the First Responders Children's Foundation to fund grants and scholarships for children of healthcare workers, EMTs, paramedics, uh, police officers, firefighters um, who are on the front line. Um, and I guess they shared a snippet of their song on Instagram and uh, they instructed fans to also tweet dancing to the to the song or to the instrumental for now uh, for a chance to be featured on their music video. So yeah, what do you guys think?
0: Well, the real question is, so I haven't heard the instrumental. <laughs> I did. <laughs> melanie has we're not gonna get we're not gonna get the believers and the Arianators. oh
1: no 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 going not all. Anything
0: crazy. Not really. but the instrumental is not bad it just sounds familiar. no
1: First, okay so yeah I was I was telling the guys earlier that it sounded a lot to me like Ed Sheeran's perfect um it was that slow um melodic song kind of a you know with that kind of um I don't know, like hometown twang to in the back of you know to in, in in the back of it, but it. I mean, it, it sounds like it'll be a very nice song. Um, I hope that it is successful so that they can get um, you know a good amount of proceeds for um, the first responders children's foundation. So I do hope it is successful. Um, it is. I would say it's it's not something I would expect to be a collaboration from Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. Um, so this is it'll be it'll be interesting. We'll see.
0: Yeah, and just yeah. a quick note: they are both under the same um, management. Maybe. Yeah, or on. yeah, management. Yes. So I guess that's how it came about. Yes. Uh, and I think they'll they'll do fine with the proceeds and all that. You know, when they put you put two of the biggest pop stars in the world together.
2: Well, Should it, work. personally, I'm not an Arianator or whatever, but I feel like Ari is really gonna. <laughs> sell this, you know, because, you know, truth be told, Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber has been kind of out of the scene, but kind of in, you know, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber's song um, was really good. So I, I mean, they could have made a song and I would have listened to it. But I think with Ariana Grande, you know, backing it up, I think that's what's going to sell it.
0: Yeah, Ariana has that selling power. Well, we'll see. We'll listen to it on Friday, And we'll talk about it next time. Yep. Um, So JoJo released a new album last week. It's called Good to Know. It's really good. People should go listen to it. Um, And she, in a recent interview, she's doing a lot of promotion. In a recent interview, she spoke with People Magazine about um, she had a little bonding moment with Taylor Swift. Uh, Last week, just happens. It's really nice that it happened. We talked about what happened in 2019. And it turns out that she had the whole Taylor had the whole thing with Big Machine Records and Squidbron Scooter Braun, uh, where they bought her catalog without her knowing and like the whole risk of not having permission to sing those songs and whatnot. Uh, so JoJo we all know famously went through a similar situation. Uh, she, she had to sue her record label back in 2007 or 8, I believe, uh, after she released. She had Leave, Get Out, really good song, a bop. And then she had a couple <laughs> other good songs. Uh, and whenever those legal proceedings happened, she was not allowed to release new music. Uh, and all her music was not available for purchase or to stream when streaming started. And she couldn't perform them. So she was completely silenced, right? Um, but she spoke to People Magazine. Do you want to tell us what she said, Jesus? JoJo. It's really good. Anyone? Oh, we lost Jesus. Oh, no. Let's see. Oh, I, I think I know why. Let me... F- there we go you're back
1: okay that's why we couldn't uh, hear you. i was over here
2: talking having a conversation uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> so, so what she told people magazine peter
1: is, silenced you he,
2: she, he really did <laughs> he's obviously in the beehive i'm sorry <laughs> i
0: actually prefer say so <laughs>
1: No, he's working for the family records. Yes. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I'm just silencing <laughs> Jesus like they silenced JoJo. <laughs> um,
2: so what you told people was, um, and I quote, it made me feel out of control, like a little girl, disempowered. I felt confused. What I always came back to is what could I be doing differently and how is this my fault? I guess it just makes me feel more in control to think like I must have done it. It was very hard for me to accept something that didn't make sense. why would, would they not want to put out an album? They weren't putting out anybody's album. And that's what she said.
0: And then she said something else um, when she when she started speaking about Taylor
2: oh. Um yeah, she did say that Taylor a few years ago, Taylor had told me over, um, pulled me over to her house, and she was just like, I can't believe everything you're going through' This is so effed up, so wrong, blah, blah, blah. And of course she couldn't have ever known that she would go through something so similar where her catalog was bought from her. But our situations were actually quite different. I was literally being completely silenced. Taylor is in a different position in her career. I was really sidelined and it was pretty painful. I don't think that her career is suffering because of whatever happened. They're still available on streaming services. That's the difference. And that really is the difference here.
1: Yeah. I. I heard, or there was some speculation that, um, I guess, JoJo's management, um, the fam whatever they, whoever they were, I can't remember. Um, what was it? The Family Records, right? Um, wasn't the it the fact that they didn't pay mm-hmm. the producers or they weren't paying the people, the production people, the producers who were actually making some of the music, um, which is kind of why they first started not being able to. Release some of her, um, I guess, some of her her songs. Is that something that you guys heard? No, yes? uh,
0: I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not completely sure. I think it was something like that.
1: Yeah, and and I guess after that, you know, she was, you know, being being held onto a contract that you know she wasn't able to do anything because they weren't paying their bills essentially. Right. So um, it's unfortunate that 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 happened to her and then she had to go through legal proceedings to get out of her contract. And she had, um, you know, a seven year agreement with them um, to, you know, to, to perform and to be a part of, you know, their family essentially. And, you know, they kind of did her dirty, unfortunately. So.
2: Do you think she didn't want to put out hits because it would belong to them and she was in legal battle or was it because they said she couldn't? No, the
1: courts, the courts would not allow her and I do remember reading this, the courts actually would not allow her to put out anything, perform anything, um, under their uh under their management. I do want to say that she did have a couple mixtapes, right? Um, that she they, that she did
2: do they but came out wasn't afterwards. That
1: afterwards, right? That was after. Yeah. Um, so during the time when she was under the family Records, she was not even able to to sing. And I think that she was even. Under their management, as what was it, 2013? Yeah, was it? But she was actually technically supposed to be released like
0: 2011. Right. We're back. We've had a little technical difficulty, pretty usual. <laughs> but we're back. We'll no technical this out. difficulties. One day. Well, it, I, if you actually go back to our second podcast, it starts. Our first two podcasts, they start with me saying, "No, <laughs> technical <laughs> difficulty. <laughs> so, um, oh at least, boy! I think we might not be consistent on publishing when <laughs> we are consistent on <laughs> having technical <laughs> difficulties. Anyway, we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> we were talking about JoJo and Taylor, um, and Melanie was explaining how. Legally, she was not able to record. Yes.
1: Yeah, so the courts actually, uh, you know, instructed her that she was not able to perform. Mm -hmm. So she couldn't perform. She couldn't record uh, and put out any music. And, of course, they were not able to um, sell or distribute any of her music during that time. Yeah.
2: That's insane. That's insane to me. You know, that's that's your livelihood. That's your, you know, passion. And, like, she was...
0: I guess, similar to the Dixie Chicks in a way. She was on a, well, in my opinion, she was on an upward trend. She was going to be a big big pop star, you know? But things happen. The only thing I do want to say, though, is that based on her quote from People Magazine, uh, it sounds like, I don't know, I mean, this is me assuming. I don't want, (laughs) what, the Swifties coming at me? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds to me like she's not a huge, like, Taylor girl. And she wanted to like make it clear that like <clears throat> what she's going through is not that bad.
2: When I when I read that, I did feel that in the quote. I don't know if like you know they can fix around a quote to sound a certain way, but the way the quote reads, it does sound like, hey, this is my story. It's different from her story, um, but I appreciate her. So she's trying not to like throw any shade, of course, but I think also she's trying not to get. Uh, Maybe, in my opinion, she's not trying to get put into the same story as other artists that have gone to the same situation, like Taylor.
1: Right? Um,
2: you know, she's not trying to like, you know, live in her shadow either, like because they're all you know female artists that are pop singers, and <clears throat> and you know, her just releasing an album, she wants to make sure you are like, hey, this is different content than what you might be expecting. So maybe that's something that she tried to do with that.
1: I feel like the emphasis too is that. Taylor's career didn't suffer because of, um, the issues that were, you know, that she was having, but Jojo's career directly suffered. I mean, she did not have a career at that point. Um, so I feel like, yeah, she's not necessarily saying, oh, don't, you know, don't compare us, but it's more along the lines of, you know, our stories are different. Um, maybe trying to be a little more, um, uh, what's the word? I guess conservative on it, or or not, you know, saying, you know, she has no right to to, you know, be upset about this. You know, I've had a bigger issue. Not, I don't think she's saying that at all. Um, but I do feel like, you know, it is more or less, you know, her career is not suffering because of the issue that she had.
0: Yeah. And one thing that I was saving that I want to say about this. Because I did not include this in our little, we have like a little agenda, but it says JoJo had another quote after that. Oh. <laughs> I want to bring into to the mix. I think it's interesting. Um, she did say, quote, I'm on the side of these women, referring to Taylor and like women that go through this stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the situation between her and Scooter is vastly different than what I was going through. To be honest, I don't have any problem with Scooter Braun. I think he's a really smart man. End quote. So my thing here is, Ooh. is someone trying to join the Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, Tori Kelly group?
1: Because <laughs> <he's, laughs> hey, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't want to burn bridges.
2: Yeah, it sounds but like it, like she's she's in a point in her career she can't burn bridges, yeah. and that's what she's alluding to before. Also, you know. Uh, Taylor Swift is like a mega star who can put out yeah. music and people she has the fan base to like consume it like she's putting out this album and who's who's going to buy it you know where's her fan base not that she doesn't have one but where is it that it's big enough to do that like at this, like her career didn't suffer because she can still put out music Taylor but Taylor also had the fan base you know the Swifties yeah right that will support her like they, they will wait like five years for an album to come out. You know, and Jojo's fan base was not gonna wait five years, even though some have, right? Or you know, as long as she hasn't put out music. Um, so I think that's what that's where she is at this point, you know. She has to she has to make the money, like, and that's that's what she wants to do, I I assume, with her music. Um, so it, it's a little controversial in my opinion, but um, you know, she doesn't want to burn those bridges.
0: I mean, it sounds like she was downplaying it taylor situation that's what i took from it
1: i agree again it's it was more or less her saying her career was not damaged by this Mm -hmm. and that she could recover easily unlike uh jojo so yeah i i totally agree with that
0: yeah but anyway i mean at at the end of the day it is sad that this happens at all i think that's Mm -hmm. I, i don't like the whole like the whole thing of like artists don't own the rights to their music. Things should be automatic.
2: Well, I feel like that happens like not to go on a tangent, but I feel like that happens like really early on in life because in high school, like I went to a high school, and then there's like a performing arts school next to it, and I remember a bunch of the students saying that you know whatever projects they worked on, whatever music, whatever plays they created was uh, owned by the school, mm-hmm. like you know, and so a lot of them didn't want to you know produce what they didn't want the school to have um, later on in the future, right? Because you could Mm -hmm. come up with a masterpiece in high school and it's never gonna be yours. And maybe some artists suffer from that where they're in a label because they have to be in a label and they don't wanna put out the music they they want to um, because they're gonna be tied to that.
0: Yeah, and like the other thing too is that when you're, it seems to me like when you're a young singer and you wanna make it, right? And you have this huge opportunity with the label you're young, you probably won't read <laughs> through like the contract because maybe it's like, it's this or never, you know? You never know, you might never get another chance. So they just sign whatever. And I think that's what happens um, a lot. Same thing with uh, Nickelodeon, like their shows. So remember like Drake and Josh and those shows? Mm-hmm. So all, all those actors get royalties anymore. For, like kids shows are not, uh, don't get royalties. So they don't make any money off of those massive shows. That's wow. what they're on
2: TikTok <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. Well, we have quite a bit more of news to go through really fast. Um, so this week there was more cancellations because <laughs> of the coronavirus. Um, Kesha canceled her High Road tour, and Kelly Clarkson is postponing her Vegas residency. And then Journey, who's still touring, uh, is canceling their tour as well.
1: Wow.
2: And I still have yet to receive an email from my favorite artist waiting for my cancellation, but we'll see at the rate things are going right now. I mean, I think it is smart to just cancel early. Of course, I think that, you know, you've met with opposition, of course, because there's a lot of people in your fan base that believe different things about what should happen next um, with the world. Um, But I'm hoping that in most cases, most people will agree that the best option will be to postpone the the concerts that are needing to be postponed.
0: Mm-hmm. There, I think it's one of the states. Is it Missouri, Nashville? I mean Tennessee. One of one of the states, the like Midwest or southeastern states. They are going to one of them is having the first concert ever since coronavirus next week. Wow! So, wow. And you get, and you guys. I mean, if you're listening, you can go online and look look at the seating chart. It's really interesting how they set it up and all that. And they've reduced capacity by 80%. Wow. So that's oh, my gosh. A private Are they even making a profit? <laughs> I have no clue. Because that's like, okay, so you have, I think it's like a 1,000 people. So you're only going to have 200 people in the venue.
2: Well, that's my thing with, like, movie theaters opening up. The capacity is, like, what, at 20 people or less? And, you know, where's the profit margin on that? Maybe it's the attitude of we're open is worth more than the, the losses, perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking in this case cuz i can't see a profit for 20 people in a movie theater unless it's one of those movie theaters that also sell food but then at the same time you're paying those people to make the food and you're only feeding maybe the 20 people if half of that that actually purchase uh, yeah. concessions
0: fine and movie theaters make money at, from concessions the movie yeah. the, the ticket sales go to the movies like the comp- the production company anyway we'll see what Coronavirus brings our way, Uh Adele. Did you guys see Ooh. her photo on <laughs> oh Instagram?
1: my gosh. Yes, yes, Who yes, is, yes. That? <laughs>
2: <Sarah> <laughs> <Paulson>. is that? Who <laughs> <laughs> is It is. She looks
1: like a completely different person, guys. Oh, wow. I, know.
0: I I'm, I'm wondering if she called Jenny Craig. <laughs> Something <laughs> went down. <laughs> um, she, but yeah, Adele, so th- she turned 32. Last week, and at the end of her birthday, on the day of her birthday, she posted a photo on Instagram where she thanks fans for the birthday wishes, and then she thanks frontline workers. And, you know, like, we've seen pictures of her popping up where she's, like, losing a lot of weight. And this last one is, I guess, like, an end result of sorts, and she looks great. Like, she looks really good. So props to her. She can sing. She looks good. It's not
2: fair. <laughs> Here we are. I know, I was like, I want to reveal like that. Hey,
0: if Adele if Adele can do it, maybe we can too. <laughs> That's
2: my motivation. I'm just going to print that picture and put it I'll try it. Up.
1: Yes.
0: I know. Same. I'm going to go running tomorrow. I'm listening to you Rolling in the Deep. <laughs> uh, oh.
2: uh, next piece of news is Rosalia and Billie Eilish um, have been talking about collaborating for what feels like years at this point, right? <laughs> An interview with O Globo magazine Rosalia said, "I've been working on this song every day for almost three weeks. I sent my ideas to Billy, of course, and she sends them back to me. And I hope that she can uh, release the song soon. But should she be sending it to Phineas? Just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be very oh. interesting to see this happen.
1: Hmm. We'll see. I don't know.
0: I mean, it, it is a good mixture of sounds. Like, yeah, they're completely different." Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess this is like their time. They're, they're like the next generation. You know, they they both had really big years last year. Uh Phineas does a lot of but I think Billy has a creative mind as well. So <laughs> we'll see what comes out of it. I'm excited. <laughs> I like both.
1: Yeah. I f- almost feel like, and I hate to say I hate to use the word millennials, because I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like when when she says, you know, um, this song every day for almost three weeks. Is three weeks a long time for a song? Cause I'm like, can you work on it for two months and come out with like a quality product song? And, you know, don't worry about, you know, releasing this. I almost feel like they're so up, you know about the deadline and releasing it soon and getting it out there to the public when, you know sometimes, you know, the creative process does not have you know, necessarily a, a time frame. You know, mm-hmm. how long does it take to create a BOP? Does it have to be, you know, two weeks? Does it have to be five months? You know, whatever that is. You know, what is that perfect timeline? I almost felt like when she said that, it was like, oh my god, we've been doing this for almost three weeks, and I'm like, take your time, girl. Take your time. It's okay. You know, it's gonna be. You know, the longer you you work at it and craft at it. Not saying that it should be five months. I'm, I'm saying, you know even if it's like a month Mm -hmm. or or six weeks that you two are working on a song, you know, um, that it's it's a good one and it's a quality one and one that people will enjoy listening to. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: And I think, I I mean, I think (laughs) right now everyone's like staying at home and all that. There's going to be a lot of good music coming out. Yes. Um, Yes, I agree. And I do want to add just make put this on the record (laughs) um the greatest of all time lady gaga did write her breakthrough hit single just Dance," in 10 minutes just
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it was produced okay but it was produced well
0: we're talking about lady gaga later another (laughs) milestone in her career
2: Uh, (laughs) another queen comes first and that's miss miley cyrus and so uh, she's reportedly reached out to Ellen DeGeneres, right? Uh, she wants advice on how to do a talk show host uh, or how to be one, you know, strategies on that. Um, so she's very much interested as that being her next venue. But of course, it's going to be uh, in the new format, I believe, if that's something that she is going to do.
1: What, so, what format? What as far
2: as like at home or... Oh, yeah,
1: you know, yeah, yeah.
2: She's going to want to start it now. That's how it's going to be.
1: Has she guest? I feel like I've seen her guest host something.
2: I think she did in Ellen. I think she has been on Ellen a lot.
1: Yeah. So this might be something that she might like doing, and she might be good at. We'll see. I mean,
0: it it (laughs) might work. It might not. I know, like, so we we've seen like a lot of people do this, right? Um, most recently, Kelly Clarkson. She has her own talk show, which is good. It's not bad. Queen Latifah had a talk show. Yeah. um harry mm-hmm. Connick jr had a talk show mm-hmm. that kind of flopped yeah. and you know they all try it so maybe i like Miley. i really want Miley, like so i don't know if you guys remember well you probably remember the bangers era where she had mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. wrecking ball we can't stop and she was going all yep. crazy so i want another one of those not not that crazy but i want like another full album cycle where she has some Like hit songs, she goes on a big tour because she's only done that once, it feels like outside of Hannah Montana.
1: Do you think she had like an early midlife crisis? I mean, for her, it seems, I mean, I hate to say it in that way. It seems that her music, um, her emotions resonate so much in her music. I'd say more so compared to a lot of the musicians out there now. She really portrays her emotions um, and sends it out to, to her. To her audience, very mm-hmm. well. Um, mm-hmm. So, in order for her to do something like that, wouldn't she have to touch base with herself again and find those types of emotions in order to produce such a good product? Right. I yeah. feel like that's that's probably her. What's the word? Her um, her Midas, you know, ability mm-hmm. in that sense is really pulling out those emotions and and doing that. So we'll see what's to come. What. And it doesn't have to be emotional turmoil. It could be emotional. She could be emotionally happy <laughs> too, right? And come out with an amazing, um, an amazing record. It's just a matter of what that will look like. We'll see. Yeah.
0: And I mean, yeah, she does. Has... She... Go
2: ahead. Oh, I really like again. Just the other day, like I was like listening to a song. I was like, "Is that Miley?" Like, and I was like, "I really enjoying it." So, and I had to go look, you know, on Apple Music. Uh, not sponsored, but. Um, <laughs> I feel like her new era is a good era, but as far as talk show hosts, like, what Miley is she bringing to the table? You know, is she bringing that, you know, crazy Miley that's going to ask the hard questions, she's going to have a fun show, is it going to be more serious, where, you know, she just interviews real people, or uh, she keeps it real in that way, or is it really pop, like, during Hannah Montana era? So, for me, I would want to see, you know, what Miley she's going to bring to this talk show host, because I honestly, I feel like there's just a saturation of talk show um, right now. And with the stay at home, I feel like it's it's a lot harder. Like I think there was a YouTuber that, you know, started her talk show host and it was like pre-recorded, but then got canceled because it was, you know, irrelevant because everything was talking about things before, you know, coronavirus. or And so... I I hope the best for her. So I want her to really think this one out uh, in what format, what style she wants to bring, because it is about the style ultimately, right? The type of host you will be, um, is the type of show you're going to have. And people, either people want to watch that or people don't. Yeah.
1: I wonder who else she's asking. Cause I mean, she's she's talking to Ellen, right? And asking for advice. I wonder what other, if any other talk show hosts you know, is she reaching out to and finding out, you know, how to become, you know, who she wants to be um, as far as um, it, a TV personality? So we'll hopefully,
0: see. Sh- hopefully, she doesn't ask Jerry Pinnock Jr. Oprah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Miley
0: call Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what but I do love Miley. <laughs>
1: All right, so this is this really should be Peter, but um, <laughs> Lady Gaga's Bad Romance reached 400 million streams on Spotify this week. It follows A Star is Born's Shallow and Always Remember Us This Way, as well as uh, um, Million Reasons. So Peter, how do you feel? Are you so happy <laughs> and excited that sure. Gaga is streaming like crazy on Spotify?
0: So, I mean, okay, I I am. I'm happy for her and all that. Not everyone has that. It's all great, right? But I will say, I mean, not everyone has that, but a lot of people do. I'm actually kind of surprised that she did not reach 400 million streams sooner. Yeah, like it, it didn't even start until a star is born. I think that's way late with Shallow. And like other artists have more, way more streams than that. But I don't know, but, I mean, obviously A Star Is Born kind of re-peaked her, I guess. I gave her a second go at it, I don't know. That's
2: okay. do
1: you feel that? Do you feel that Bad Romance might have been during a time when Spotify wasn't being utilized as much? And so people, the things that were, you know, that are put out now um, probably have more streaming, um, more streaming views or listens. Um, then "Bad Romance," which was out much earlier than than the others.
0: Yeah, so "Bad Romance" came out in 2009, and I think mm-hmm. Spotify 2011, 12. So yeah, yeah, I think that, that probably has a lot to do. I do. I so this is my opinion, and I'm a big fan, so I know like all her songs and stuff. "Bad Romance" to me is like her best song, I think, and so it's something that a lot of people can like, and a lot of people do like one thing that's always like shocked me is that bad romance was never number one. Like it was, it's not a number one single. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 I think it reached the number two spot and it stopped there. And that's kind of like amazing to me. I don't know, but I like bad romance and just, I guess kind of breaking news cause just like a few hours ago she announced that her new album Chromatica, which was supposed to come out April 10th, was delayed until the end of the year. She actually said she's going to release it at the end of this month, so on May 29th. Um, and there's collaborations with Blackpink, with Ariana Grande, and Elton John. So should be Woo-hoo! cool.
1: Blackpink.
2: I hope it's yep. good. I, I for the name gives me like conceptual vibes. So I don't know if it's going to be very conceptual in the way it's like presented and the music. So I'm, I'm just hoping there's some bangers in there.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like, but I do feel like Gaga has always been conceptual. Like every album's like its own thing. It's like a whole, like from top to bottom, it's like it's the same kind of theme, you know? So we'll see. Um, I like her last album, Before Star is Born was Joanne. I liked it, but I understood why it didn't do well with the masses, I guess. It wasn't like very pop. Um, but We'll see. I'm excited. Um, All right.
1: Yeah. Well, the next one is Elon Musk <laughs> and Singer Grimes, right? They had a little uh, baby boy this week. And I cannot pronounce this, and I will not even try, but they named <laughs> him the letter X, A, E, then A, 12, Musk. And at first I was like, is that Xaa Exeya? <laughs> um there's some way to pronounce it. It's not the way I'm pronouncing it, but um yeah, they they named their child after um a couple things, right? Um there was like a variable and a plane and various reasons why, um but yeah, that's what they named him. Thoughts?
2: I think it's it I mean it's interesting. I mean, you I remember reading a book called Freakonomics in high school and in the last chapter was like the future of baby names and I don't know if we're looking at like we're looking at that type of future because in that future they also had like absivity and like you know you know names like that where you know it's formulaic and in this case she she wanted to go with a formula and I think it was x ash archangel I don't know if that's like what it truly means like the formula Um, I was trying to decipher it as well and looking, bringing back my math skills from high school. So, um, I mean, it's interesting. I know where he's trying to go. He's very much in his own uh, world and especially with Grimes aside. And so I just think that it's, I don't know if it's relevancy or not. I know he puts out a lot of tweets. I know he's been in trouble for his tweets before, even with his own company. Um, and he's been barred. I heard like that his lawyers had to, or some lawyers had to review tweets before they happened, which is not happening because there's certain things that are still being tweeted out by him. Um, so I think in part it's publicity, of course. Um, and he knows what he's up to. And at the same time, you know, he's just trying to be different and be himself. I, it's very much, Elon Musk. like you saw that tweet and you're like, yeah, that's true. It's not fake.
0: well my thing is poor baby like sure he's gonna have millions of dollars blah 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 famous you know maybe it won't matter but i think in a normal situation it would you know there's a lot bullying and all those things like i don't know i don't i don't love the name there is an article out there i think mashable posted that It might not be the real name, and we're just getting trolled by Elon Musk and Grimes. I hope that's the case.
2: Yes, (laughs) that's quite possible too. Now,
1: now.
0: (laughs) yeah, but anyway, so if you guys want any baby name ideas, uh, (laughs) so in other news, Aunt Kelly's attorney says that the singer is likely diabetic. And therefore, has a higher risk of being having complications with uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, this, if you count, this is the third time that they are requesting to get uh, Robert Kelly out of prison. What do you guys think?
1: It's ridiculous. That's what yeah. it, that's what I think. Um, now, I will say, um, I can understand. Oh, people are gonna. People might not agree with me on this, but I can understand, you know, crimes that are not necessarily against humanity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, somebody who was serving years and years for tax evasion or someone who was um, them getting out because of their complications or because of um, an issue that they, they had. And if the jails, in fact, are trying to Reduce, um, reduce the the likelihood of someone getting COVID 19. I would say look to those people first, not mm-hmm. people with the deep pockets and have the um, the lawyers plural to get them out of jail. I feel like um, I think it's it's not fair for them to even try. Let him serve his time or as much as he can. Yeah.
2: I I agree with you, and my take in is a little different too, perhaps controversial as well. But um, you know, in the systems of prisons, you know, can that be changed as well the way it's run? You know, so many businesses, right? And some have accused prisons as being businesses because there's privately owned uh, prisons that hold prisoners for the state. Um, So, you know, where in these systems is it that you know, even in our own city here? Uh, where we're based, um, there's an outbreak of COVID-19 in the prison. That's very scary for anyone in the prison, especially for those who are serving um, for crimes that didn't are committed against people, you know, of, of physical crimes. And so, you know, where in the system has that broken down where a virus can, you know, spread like wildfire in it? I, and I get it. It's like the the cruise ship, like, scenario where everyone's in close quarters with each other, but maybe some uh things can be implemented uh better um than they already have in order to to really maintain some you know health in in the prisons so that way you know it's not out of the we're we're not having to release prisoners at the end of the day but you know and and that's like that's its own feature i think you know, whether prisoners should be released early or not, that's its own thing. And whether it has to be due to COVID-19, that's the new thing right now. Um, But like I said, maybe, you know, look at the structure of it and, and really determine, you know, what can we change here so that we're not having to do this?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's tough just in general, not talking about R. Kelly, like that whole situation is very complex. But talking about R. Kelly, we know what's going on. You know, like we know the... The, um, what's the word like why they're doing it you know
1: the ploy the ploy
0: the ploy. Yeah. the ploy um Rihanna still hasn't released any new music and that's all that's all there is to that
2: she doesn't have to that's all I'm gonna say she oh she's have to. Rihanna she's Rihanna like no you know she, what she has all the clout she needs
0: I love Rihanna I do I really love Rihanna I would argue that she's better than Beyonce controversial <laughs> but <laughs> I think that she's waiting so long that, I mean, not yet, but it might get to the point where people are like, whatever. And if it it's flops, not if it flops, because it, it might, it might be exciting. You no, know? she like, she drops the album. People are going to go crazy, but if it flops, if it's not good.
2: Ooh. I think she was like building anticipation, maybe not by her own like accord. Right. Like she was just, waiting around because that's what, who she is. And then like, there's this whole buildup, there's this whole like vibe, there's this mystery and like hype. And then eventually you get scared that you're not going to meet up to it. So I think maybe at this point it's like, am I going to be good enough or be uh, delivering what people expect? So if that were the case in this, in that scenario, I would say she needs to start with a feature kind of like, you know, uh, Beyonce and Nicki got relevant again a little bit in the game. Not that they weren't, but they really weren't, like, in the last couple of weeks, right? They dropped yeah. a feature, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Beyonce, then that's what she does, and that's Nicki, and that's what she does. And so I think that if she played it smart, she's waited this long, start off with a feature, something that's relevant, and then work your way. If people accept that, they're looking more for that than release your album. But, you know, it, it's both ways. I can see her just not needing to. I mean, she has a whole business, Fenty Beauty. Um, She doesn't need to uh, release more music if she doesn't want to. And at the same time, if she's just, you know, scared that she's not going to meet up expectations, then put a feature out first.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, isn't she more involved in Fenty and her undergarments, um, her, her new undergarments as well? I feel like she's... You know she's dipping her 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 feet in other in other um, aspects of what she potentially can do, and I think she's focusing on that right now. I I kind of agree with Jesus. I don't know if she has to release music. Like again, is this a factory? Like do we have to? At what point does that person no longer become relevant? Right? Um, and I know that you know it's it's society, and we have expectations of all of our favorite. Celebrities, but maybe she's playing on the fact that she doesn't want anyone to have an expectation of her. That she has expectations of herself. I hope mm-hmm. that's you know what she's you know what she's endeavoring. But I just don't know if it's. I mean, I'm okay with her not having one. I miss her, right? I miss her music. But um, if she's doing different things and doing things that make her happy, then we should all be behind her.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is true, but just in adding some things that have happened. So over the course of the last three years Mm -hmm. or two years, three years, she's been saying, I'm putting out this album. I'm putting out this album. And then there's like this Rolling Stone uh, article that comes out and it's like, oh, it's going to be a reggae album. And she has 500 songs ready and she needs to just choose them. And uh, 2018, she said, I'm releasing it at the end of this year. And then our fans would ask, and she would, like, kind of, like, play with them. And I'm like, eh. It's like, I get it if she was, like, okay, I'm focusing on this. Like, leave me alone. I get that. And then also another thing, and which is kind of sad, but, and it's kind of, like, crazy to think about this. But Rihanna is no longer, like, the it girl. And she's not in that generation of it girls anymore. Like, to us, it might be, like, that's the case. But, you know, we're in the, in times of... Billie Eilish, we're in the times of Lisa, we're in the times of Rosalía, you know, like those are the but, new pop girls, I guess.
2: But at the same time that maybe isn't her like she's more like more of a person in a way that not just a art like a singer, right? Or um, so I feel like, you know, she's doing the Met Gala. Um she's doing her thing like it's it's like when we were growing up, I think and we're seeing these people, like, on the red carpet as far as celebrity status, right? She's just a celebrity at this point. Um, and they're just famous because they used to do stuff back in the day. And they're still invited to places. They still show up. And the newer generation is asking, like, who are these people? Why are they here? And the older generation and the middle generation is saying, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I love them. Like, they're, they're a celebrity to me still. And so yeah. I think there's still enough people that she's a celebrity to. Um, to keep her relevant and for beauty, there's a lot of money there. You know, we might not see it because that's not our world, but, you know, Kylie Jenner, you know, just, you know, she has a beauty empire. She doesn't need to put out anything if she doesn't want to, as far as like content, because, you know, uh, she's famous for being famous. Right. Um, But she's a celebrity. And I think Rihanna has transcended the music industry into Mm -hmm. other realms where she doesn't need to be tied down, and I get it. She's announced several times. She announced like this year will be the year, and it's like we're waiting till December thirty first, and then the next year comes along, and then she she doesn't release anything. But at the same time, you know, if if she doesn't feel like she needs to, I mean, that that's on her, and that's on us at the end of the day, and it's up to us to determine like do we want to continue to stand, do we no longer stand. Um, but I know that. I mean I don't have to be a stand, but I appreciate Rihanna. and I appreciate her in, in the artistic ways like the Met Gala. I appreciate her you know highlighting designers uh, who uh, need to be uh, put out there for people to see. And Lady Gaga does the same thing, you know uh, when she goes uh, out. And so I think there's more influence that she might have where um, she doesn't need to continue to reestablish herself as being influent or affluent or relevant. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean don't come for Rihanna. Don't come for There's her. there's a I I did write there's a whole opinion piece on bobsandbangers.com where I go in depth into that subject. Just came out last week. But I think that I don't know. I I hope she's not expecting people to be super excited forever. So
1: uh,
0: <laughs> that's my take. <laughs> Anna.
1: Do All I get right. this? Oh. It's you, yeah.
0: Oh, I get this, <laughs> Anna. So, you're, you're talking about legends right
2: now. I am, I feel He's scared. Like, I, can't, I can't even say the names. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mispronounce. Just kidding. I would never. Um, so Madonna, <laughs> Madonna <laughs> Janet Jackson, <laughs> Mariah Carey, and Miss Britney Spears. All um, had old albums go to the top of iTunes. More recently, in the past two weeks, in fact, and so fans and social media are responsible for this because they started campaigns for a hashtag justice for um, include album name there, um, which is um, trending. And so fans are, you know, really. Um, I kind of like this one, kind of because I'm when I find an artist I love, I just download the entire album, and then eventually the world will bring it back to me like random songs from there. And so I do believe that, you know, we need to go back. I mean, artists made music, right? And if there's a place for them now, then why not listen to it? And so, you know, going back and looking at not so successful albums, I think is interesting in order to say, hey, in fact, you didn't listen to my album in 2014, but I had a very good song that you might like now. and that way the artist gets recognized for their work. They don't have to put out any new music, they just re-release or uh, go back to their old album and then highlight that. So I think that's pretty cool.
1: I and mean, I think this is also a testament to relevance, like how we were talking about um, just before, you know? How long is a person relevant? It, it shows that, you know, you, even though you had maybe not a, a great album, it wasn't it wasn't a number one at one time, um, but the fact that you have put out so much that you have become an accomplished, you know, performer, singer in your genre, people are taking that and showing appreciation by, you know, putting out all of your works, including those that weren't necessarily, you know, number one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I like it mostly because it's a fan movement kind of thing where like the mm-hmm. fans are like. Hey, people, like, because there, there's been this, like, on- ongoing joke for years about Justice for Glory, Britney Spears' album, uh, and Justice for Bionic, the Christina Aguilera album, <laughs> and those have been, like, ongoing jokes for years on the pop music blogs, on the pop music world, and now, like, seeing it actually happen, I think it's really cool. Uh, I would have never expected Glory to be number one on iTunes, and it actually... Got the number one spot over Drake's new album that came out last week. So that's pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, one,
2: one thing I want to throw in there. So, and in talking about relevance too, how much is it the fans being fans, and how much is it this music being good? Because you know, like, there's there's a thing to say. You know, this album had its moment. It didn't make the cut per se. And how much is it the Beehive? How much is it, you know, the Nicky's? How much, the the Carries? I don't know what they're referred to as. Um, how much is it them coming back in forcing relevancy versus it actually being a, a good song that was overlooked?
1: Well, okay. Oh, go ahead, go Peter. They're
0: really fast, just, and then you can go. Just a correction, it's the barbs
1: and <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Just,
0: they, That's right. it's the they bars. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a barb. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> look at my look at the Instagram com- comments. I'm <laughs> watching.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I would honestly, honestly, this is all about um, it's the fans. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily that the music was good. Um, really, I think it's just the fans paying that homage homage um, to the person that they enjoy listening to. So for example, you know, they may have loved or still love in like in Peter's case, Madonna loves Madonna, loves everything that Madonna puts out. um, And an album that may not have had as much popularity, because again, not it's not just Madonna fans that listen to Madonna. It's also the songs, right? And people like songs. They may not necessarily like Madonna all the time, but they like Madonna at the time. And so sometimes there's a song that doesn't do well, and it doesn't hit the number one spot. It doesn't hit the number 10 spot, right? But because these people 20 years later can come back and say, I absolutely love Madonna, because she's an icon, because she's amazing at the craft, right? They can go back and say, "You know what? I'm going to take that really bad album and just say, you know what, I love that album as a as a as a fan. Um maybe not as much as all the other hit albums, but let me mm-hmm. throw this one out there and give it that hashtag justice so that Madonna can continue to you know, enlighten the world with her music." You know, that's that's what the fans are doing. It's it's the fans. And it's the relevancy with the fans over the quality or um yeah the quality of the music at that time and even now so
0: yeah that's very true and speaking well okay i'm gonna leave it for next podcast about madonna i want (laughs) to touch on a little subject there Uh, i want to talk about her and maybe some other icons such as prince and michael jackson we'll talk about Uh, it next week Um, And before we go, this is so exciting, over the last 48 hours, a little (laughs) bit more now, I've been working really hard. Uh, We're going to have on the Instagram page of Bobs and Bangers on the IGTV section, we're going to do a Sing at Home series from May 8th all the way through May 24th. And we're going to have a lot of artists, some new, so you can discover new music some that you may have seen or heard of, and maybe some that you actually really like and know. Um, performing a song or two every single day. So if you guys want to tune in, that would be awesome. We'll be on Instagram at Bobs and Bangers. Uh, and it's exciting. And uh, the first artist starts this Friday. So it's cool, exciting stuff. Yay, Yay that's very exciting. <laughs> And another exciting thing is that we made it through another podcast. (laughs) I actually like it. I feel like we're getting more comfortable. I like it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So we'll be here next week. Yes, maybe. Yes. (laughs) Of course. Uh, So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.